time for the Film Cricket with Jay Fortier and Chris Martino. On this week's episode, I fill in for Chris and Jay and I review the 1987 American sports drama film Over the Top. Does it stand the test of time? Let's find out. Your Film Crickets are on now. All right. Thank you, Steve Lavoie. Welcome, friends. My name is Jay Fortier, and I'm along with my good friend Steve Lavoie. Steve, how are you, buddy? I say we should uh, arm wrestle right after this. Uh, virtual arm wrestling. We almost did that. Yeah. We have the stunt double of Bull Hurley himself filling in his co-host. <laughs> Didn't you call me that once? No, not yeah, me. Yeah. Um, Someone else when, called me that, right? I'll tell you, we, we used to get jail mail uh, when we were on the radio uh, back in uh, college. We, we got uh, letters from prison. Uh, because we That's played right. hair metal right. and they were like, you know, like really loving the hair metal. And back when MySpace was a thing, we took a couple of photos and made a MySpace page. And the guy wrote in or, yeah, he, he wrote in. He said, wow. He goes, I, I, I had no idea that Rock Boy looked like Bull Hurley from uh, Over the Top. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I do remember someone calling me that. And I and I. I, and it's funny when you watch the movie, you're like, God, he does kind of look like me. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, he, he passed away. Unfortunately. I was going to say, hope you have a better yeah. fate than he did. He only died at yeah. like 51 or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Like back in, uh, I think back in 03, he died of a heart attack or something like that. Yeah. He was a big Too dude. Bad. Like, like, here's the thing. Um, yes, he's a strong man, but like that whole upper torso is not like just muscle. You know what I mean? No, like, he's just big. He's heavy. Yeah. Like he is just yeah. massive. Yeah. Good character for the show, though. I mean, he he fit the he fit the character, perfect. Oh no! Uh, in fact, in fact, he was. Um, they said he was a five time champion for real of arm wrestling, and that looks like a god awful, brutal sport to want to get into. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I imagine the rest of your life you're like, oh man, if if I only didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you think you go into your, your guidance counselor in high school and they go, okay, let's uh, look at your career path and see what you might want to do. Are you, are you thinking about college? No, I'm thinking about breaking people's arms, uh, arm wrestling. I think I'm going to join the uh, arm wow. wrestling circuit, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so just, uh, if you haven't figured it out, we're doing a movie called Over the Top uh, with uh, Sylvester Stallone and um, a bunch of other people, Robert Logia. Um, he's the father, the, the, the father-in-law. Yeah. Robert Logia. Mm. And, um, he, he died, uh, in 2015. You know, what's weird. Think about this for a second. Robert Logia already looked like an old dude. Um, he died at 85 in 2015. This movie was, so he was in, in 1987. 40s. He already... <laughs> looked like holy uh, did he not look like he was a yes no well thank you for uh, saying that because now that you said that like, i'm like wait a minute that would make him in his 40s and it's no way he looked like he was in his 40s you know what they say today today you know some like i'm i i just realized of course i didn't just realize it but today i like you know when you vocalize it you go holy crap i just said that out loud and it sounds really awful <laughs> yeah in august i turned 50 yeah now but I don't feel like I look like no. he looked. No. You know? No, but you stay young, too. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're mentally look young, too. You can mentally... There, there, there's age is a weird thing, you know? So it's like, I was at the dentist the other day, and she's like, well, you're going to have to floss more. 
And uh, she goes, what are you going to do when you get older? I'm like, well, what, what age are we talking? She goes, well, what are you, like 25? I'm like, no, I'm in my 40s. And she's like, oh, oh, my God. So uh, it's, a, it's just kind of weird. And I've had it gone go the other you know, way going, you've got to be at dude, least uh, 60. Take that moment and carry it for as long as you can. Because that's a wonderful... Yeah. Dude, if I, if I was... T- Told I looked like I was 25. Yeah. Run with it, man. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow. I'm like, uh, that was that was just weird. So (laughs) you never know what Mm. people think of what you know when they're thinking of you. It's it's kind of funny. The age game is is it's a tough one for some people. I don't like to ever guess, uh, especially with a woman. Yeah. No. No, I'm not going near that. Uh, You always guess I'm younger. uh, Everyone just goes, mm. wow, geez. I mean, you know what my rule is though. Wherever I work. You know, and I'm dealing with the public. I I say everyone, no matter how old they are, gets a miss. Meaning, I never say ma'am yeah. <laughs> ever. I don't care if she's got a walker and she's 85. I say, excuse me, miss, because <laughs> you're just you're never wrong. Meaning, like you can always, yeah. it's always a compliment. I think up here, right? So, so in uh, the south, though, ma'am would be appropriate, wouldn't it be? I mean, that's they say ma'am a lot more. Maybe, uh, but yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I, I try not to because "ma'am" is like an older <laughs> thing. So, like, I just uh, if you just never say "ma'am," <laughs> then nobody gets insulted. You must have been something before electricity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, do tell before we get to the um, uh, the movie. Uh, tell about your the can that you're drinking. Oh, the there. Beer, yeah. I mean, that's very localized. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, that is very so localized. War- Warmtown Brewery is uh, out of Worcester, Mass. Uh, they make beer, and I and I had this at a Railers game, and I'm like, wow, I found some at the liquor store. So I'm like, I got I gotta have some of this. So I'll show you the can here. It's a the Blizzard of '78, and it's got uh, cars with snow all over them. It's a, it's like a coffee kind of uh, beer. It's really good, uh, but they it's it's kind of their uh, trip back to 1978 when we had the huge blizzard that pretty much devastated this area for a long yeah. time it was before they put all the the, the salt and weird chemicals uh, now you can get 30 inches of snow and be out driving an hour later back then this was just crippling i mean they they uh they had cars just stuck on 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 495 and the mass pike and um it, it just no one could go anywhere yeah just not, nowhere near the tech um like for instance in the prediction game and the uh removal game you know what I mean? Like today, it would still be a difficult storm to deal with, very, very tough to deal with, but they would be more prepared. They would see these things, these trends coming faster. A lot of people are like, weathermen are always wrong. But, well, I you think know, there was what I'm a saying couple is they still can see it. That, that forecasted that. And it was what they was kind of like, well, I think it, well, and then in the last minute, they kind of said, whoa. Boom. But I think there was a bunch yeah. that kind of went, no, I, I think it's going to be a miss. But you're right, forecasting is huge. Equipment. I mean, what we have now for equipment is much better than what what we had back then. Yeah, but it's, and they'll 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 over prepare for the uh, with the people. They'll be like, all right, we need subcontractors. We need this. We need that. Yeah, and they could be wrong, and then like, all right, sorry, we didn't need you. They'd rather do that than than to fail. On the back of the can, though, it was uh, whoever wrote this. It's it's really if you live in this area, this will be priceless. It says. It talks about the blizzard of 78. There's a little uh, paragraph. But the first sentence says, the storm by which all storms are measured. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's so true, right? Yeah. I mean, And by the way, now. yeah. If you're listening and you, you're nowhere near growing up for where, where we are, look it up 
online. There's, there's really great photos, mostly in black and white, but uh, they're really good. Absolutely. Just because it's a very impressive sight to be seen. Like I said, cars were, cars were just buried on the uh, highway. My mom worked at a, um, a hospital as a switchboard operator. She had to be taken to work on a snowmobile. Oh, my God. That's how bad the roads were. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. She said that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> you know, wow. And I, I was only five. Mm-hmm. I was only five years old, so I was too young to be doing any you know right. chores in the snow. I just remember being indoors, and I remember being jealous that my brother's Climbed out of my parents' bedroom window to go shovel. Like I just, I wanted to jump out my bed, my parents' bedroom window in the snow. Yeah, I, I was, I was, uh, I was even, I was even younger, and my brother was old enough to remember. So he got to go outside, but they wouldn't even let me go outside because obviously I would have just sank <laughs> in the snow. Yeah, they would, they would have lost me. Um, so yeah, it was. Just, I mean, it was just that much snow. It was. Uh, it was just a lot yeah. of snow, and, yeah. uh, and it really. And streets just looked like they were lined with walls, mm. like you know, like like really high walls of snow. It's pretty cool. A lot, a lot of places, um, the National Guard had to come out, and uh, yeah, it was definitely so. So that line there, to we we tend to do that. So so right now, and I hope I'm not jinxing us because here we are, the the beginning of January. I hope that we do not have a uh, uh, another blizzard like that. But any storm that happens, everyone always, in, including meteorologists, they always kind of gauge it to the blizzard of 78 it, it is just so funny it's like um is this going to be a big storm well in 78 you know it's just kind of funny that everyone gauges their storms now to the blizzard of 78 so um so I, it's just a cool well, bear and cool uh and let me just add one last thing my son was born in 2015 and may we never see another winter like that yes because that was a that was a record-breaking winter and it was just blizzard after blizzard. It was like one yeah. blizzard on a Monday, yep. next week on a Monday, blizzard. People were getting their roofs shoveled yeah, off yeah, because it yeah. was like, which, you know, which happened, risk. That happened back in, I think, 11 or 12 when we really, we were having the uh, the roof collapses also. So we've had a couple of bad years um, of, of just- Scary, scary. I didn't even know what the hell a roof rake was until then. And then it's like, oh my God, yeah. it's a lot of work. I mean, you, you got out there and you're trying to pull the, like, and sometimes it's heavy. You're like, am I pulling the rest of the roof off of my house? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, yeah, yeah so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like winters like that, but, uh, but it's a cool beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I figured I'd show you while what I was drinking, because you know what? After all, it is a new year. It's a Sunday, and uh, and we're having a good time. And and I'll tell you, thank you for recommending the movie we're going to talk about because I hadn't seen it in so so long. Mm. Yeah, it's just a, it's like one of those movies that it's good, you like it, but unless you have a reason sometimes to go back to it, you tend not to look for it. Yeah, it could be forgettable. All right, ready? Let's do it. We're gonna do the um, we're gonna do the rundown here. It's for the movie Over the Top from 1987. It is. Uh, I'm not seeing the runtime. I think it was about, think it was about 90 minutes. So. I think if I looked. Yeah, about that. It's not saying it right there. Oh, I'm sorry. I see it. Yeah, uh, one hour 33. Uh, it is a Golan Globus movie. And a Canon group, and if you know anything about that, we've talked about them in the past. They put out there's a movie. Here's the best way to look at them: watch the movie. Um, it's a documentary. It's like a few hours long, like three hours long. Watch it in spurts, you know, in pieces. It's called Electric Boogaloo. Uh, they put out all these movies in the '80s that they, they would just rush and hurry up and just put out a movie. Um, we got we got a script. It's half done. Good. Let's go. Let's do this. When breakdancing was really popular, they heard that another studio was going to put out a breakdancing movie, which was Beat Street, and it's got a lot more respect in the world. 
because um, it was a lot more serious. Which did, which and they did were like, come Let's out. just get one out. Beat Street actually did come out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. They wanted to be the first one. So they came out with Breaking, and they just hurried the hell up. Boom! You know, and it was obviously, it was a big hit. It was a bigger hit than, than Beat Street as far as that year, summer, you know, but longevity. The other one has a lot more grit. But then I remember watching, I saw Breaking in the theater. I was a big breakdancing fan. I actually used to do it when I was a kid, yeah. And I remember at the end, I, I, Ice-T was the uh, one of the people in, in both movies. And he had said, right at the end, there was like a little rap. And he goes, this movie's through, but wait for, till part two. And it's like, wow, you don't even know if the movie's going to do well. Wow. <laughs> like literally at the end. So they would just like, they pumped out all these cheesy films like Ninja This, Ninja That, uh, Revenge of the Ninja. It was a lot of weird action films, a lot of sci-fi, very uh, cheesy, but fascinating documentary um, it, just because it's just so out there. So anyways, this was one of their movies like that they were trying to go really mainstream you know it's the their best effort i would say to be a mainstream style because everything else was really really b you know, like like wouldn't you say this was you know it seemed like a typical stallone type of movie in a way you know not like a you know an action film where he's shooting everybody but i mean like you know a sports type of movie that he would do it's not very far I, I i think yeah and I, and I was going to talk about that a little later on but um so so i mean i guess i can piss everyone off now and say this was a cheesy film. Go right ahead. But I like <laughs> 80s cheesy yeah. films, so it, it didn't bother me. It was cheesier right. than a Rocky film. But I, mm. what I will say now, comparing it, I said this once uh, when we were reviewing movies, saying that, what, was it Rad? Rad is, is a cheesy film. Mm -hmm. But yep. Rad was also cheesy yep. in the filming the filming of this movie is not cheesy. I think they spent a lot of money. It was it had it had good quality. I didn't I didn't think that was cheesy. Mm -hmm. I think a little bit of the plot, a little bit of the acting was a little cheesy. Um, but, but then again, it, it's the '80s, and the '80s had like a and, and I love the '80s, and I and and don't get me wrong, I don't say this out of uh, disrespect. The 80s had a base level of cheese in a lot of their productions, a lot of their films, and probably because of what you were just talking about. There was a mad rush to get this stuff out. Don't care if it's cheesy or not. And I think the styles were a little bit cheesy. It was just that's, you know, but that was the norm. But but it turned out to be kind of cheesy, right? When we look back at the 80s. It was a flop. Oh, absolutely! It, it didn't make. It, it didn't was, make. Uh, yeah, twenty-five mil. No, at, at twenty-five, and then it was only what, sixteen um, when, at the box office. Yeah, it was yeah. a major, major yeah. flop. They didn't make money off it, and it had a toy line that lasted for like about as long as the movie did. What do you think? Though? Do you think like, <laughs> they tried to put toys? Why wouldn't think about you? That? What, why wouldn't you? I mean, it's got it's got everything a kid, uh, uh, you know, especially a, a young boy at Christmas time would want, right? I mean, it's got a truck, it's got Stallone. You know, this muscle guy, you know what I mean? I, I, I just, I can totally see it. It's got like a weird little arm wrestling table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and if you break the arm, they could they could sell like replacement arms, you know, like they could make more money off it. They want you to break his arm. <laughs> no, it didn't do like, yeah, we didn't sell. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's interesting. So he basically, he plays a truck driver called Lincoln Hawk. Cool name. Now, uh, I say Lincoln Hawk. Yeah. But did you notice... Throughout the movie, yes, it's it's wrong. The voice there's an S that gets thrown well, the in. The voiceover, the voiceover calls him Hawks or something like that, right? Is there, yeah. dude? Even yeah. him, he even yeah. said it. I'm Lincoln Hawks. 
they couldn't decide whether it was going to be Hawk or Hawks. But like you know, if you look at his uh, his truck, it yeah. says Hawk. Um, and there's other times where they're just saying Hawk. And then he, then even it's just weird that they have even people like the main character calling himself Hawks. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, and maybe that's that whole rushed thing that you talked about. You know, like. They really didn't pick up on it. Or they did, and he said, we're not going to redo this whole hmm. thing. I don't know. I mean, this is, like, really a, a script super, supervisor or continuity person. They're really, I mean, how the hell do you miss yeah. all that? Well, it, I mean, we're we're watching it at home. Yeah, yeah, no, do, just do, do you remember watching, uh, was it, um, what movie that we used to love? Uh, the movie with, uh, it's no game there. Uh, you know, it can be fun. What The one we saw in the movie theaters. Oh, uh, American Pie. American Pie. It, there's a scene in American Pie where the cups are different colors. Is that American Pie? I think it is. They're at a party, and in one, one awesome. time it's like a red cup, and another time it's a blue cup. Like the, the, the cup color changed. I, was, no, I, don't I think it was that, that movie. But Oh, yeah. There's goofs in many, in all films. Yeah. It happens, in, and, and sometimes you catch it, and sometimes you don't, but it, it's just wow. It's like you, you would think, okay, listen. We're only gonna buy red cups, okay? There will be no blue cups on uh, in this movie at all. And I mean, I, I, there must be things you can. Well, it's do. like in Karate Kid. You know when uh, uh, Johnny uh, and Daniel first meet, and he he pushes him while he goes, "You want the radio, huh? You want the radio?" And he pushes him, and, and he falls back holding the radio. Well. The speakers are facing Johnny, and he pushes Daniel, and now the speakers are facing Daniel as Daniel's going back. So it's like, <laughs> ouch. Well, that's because they were playing rock and roll. It, you know, it, right. You know. That's it, man. <laughs> um, no, it's all right. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I have it somewhere, maybe. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. This, this uh, system we use has... Uh, um, oh, here we go. You ready? You have it? Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Look at Thank that, you. huh? I didn't even add that. that That's was pretty cool. They have um, it? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So also after you tell a joke. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Overselling it, too. Well, speaking of over <laughs> the top. Yeah. Wasn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, geez. I didn't even think it was that funny. You know, like the person telling it. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's a truck driver, and he's making his way basically to Vegas. But, well, it's, it actually, he starts off, you see a military school, and this little kid, uh, you can tell he's very serious. When, when they're graduating for the year or whatever, all the kids throw their cat their hat in the air, and he go to, he grabs his and then puts his hat right back on. He's dead serious, very, very military-like. <laughs> 12 years old. He reminds me of the guy that, and I'm, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the movie. The one where the guy who plays uh, Al Bundy, Ed O'Neill, he goes to pick the kid up and he has to bring him back for the holidays. Dutch. Dutch. Yes. Does he not remind you of this kid of that Dutch character? You mean the, the, the way they behave? The boy. The way they behave, the whole military type. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause I mean, he just I just reminded me a, totally of, of Dutch. There's a difference in their appearance. Like so, in that sense, they don't. The way they act, absolutely, yeah. Just basic cold, uh, very cold. Yeah. Uh, so he's about to be picked up by a limo from his grandfather. That you know, his grandfather sent out a limo to pick him up. He goes, "This is the uh, you know the limo for me." And he, yes, sir. Uh, he goes to get in it, and they're like, uh, "Hey." Which is cold, um, by the way, right? Not to interrupt you, but isn't no. that? I mean, I mean, the whole thing is cold, right? So his grandfather 
has a lot of money, and instead of actually being at the ceremony, right. chooses, I'm not even going to be at the ceremony, says he loves the kid, but in his way, loving the kid is, ah, uh, give him a top-notch ride and go pick him up and bring him and back. Supply, and you know. supply everything for him, but not be there. Right, like right. When, You don't have to be right. there. Just, just uh, I'm going to do my thing and just say, you know, you'll, I'll be, you'll be taken good care of, you know, type of thing. Uh, you know, you're right, my right. family. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but not actually but, attending yeah. the freaking graduation. Yeah, no. So, but you can tell he's he's got, and his mom is in the hospital, so his mom actually can't physically be there. So she, right. who was estranged with her ex-husband, uh, which is Sylvester Stallone, Lincoln Hawk, or Hawks. <laughs> so she says, I want him to pick him up, uh, pick up Michael, um, and get to know him on the road for a couple of days, you know, because basically she knows she's dying, I think, and uh, she wants to make sure that they have a connection. And the, and the kid is still so military when they're like, uh, Michael, uh, we need to talk to you for a second because he was about to get in the limo. And they, uh, Michael, your uh, father is going to be taking you home. And then he's like, I don't have a father. Can I see some identification? <laughs> you know, like, so uh, and he shows him a wedding picture. And the kid's very cold. For the first, however, you know, like well, he, he next, doesn't call the next him like dad. fifteen minutes. Yeah, sir. Yeah, he just calls him sir. Everything is sir. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for like the next fifteen minutes, he's like a flight risk. He, at one point, he proves it by <laughs> jumping, pull over, and then he like runs across the highway, practically causing like a six car pileup. Well, yeah, I mean, and he runs, he runs across the road, and then there are cars that that do the old swerve, and and uh, you know, he almost gets hit, and then. Uh, Lincoln almost gets hit. He's going to go grab the kid. He ends up ripping off his his uniform sleeve on one side of his jacket, hmm. trying to catch him. You can tell this is going to be a rocky adventure, right? I mean, um, this kid is not willing. <laughs> Pardon the pun. To, yeah, <laughs> didn't even. Hey, where's my where's my drums? Come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. All of a sudden, there it, is. it turns into the ballroom blitz. All right. So, <laughs> are you ready, Steve? Uh -huh. All right. Um, <laughs> Andy? Uh, yeah. So, dude, I can't tell you. I got to tell you, I fucking hate that song. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, dude, I love it's, that, it. it's all that. Uh, dude, the jam part is fine. It's all that yeah. stupid um, vocals. It's like, wink of your eye. <laughs> like, you know, like well, they were, well, they were, they were like English. And uh, I saw them. Well, I say I saw them. I saw the bass player, which was, he was Steve, I think. He had a voice like this, but he had an English accent. I'm like, holy crap. Tons of jokes that you wouldn't get because they were just that english joke you know mm. like how they their humor is a little weird to understand mm. yeah he, he since passed away but i got to see him a few years ago and you know what's scary is when you go see a band and they they become so old they can't stand up so he had to Ouch. sit down the whole time he was kind of out of you know out of shape you could tell old mm. overweight and he just played his bass and he just sat down the whole time and mm. uh, i was just like whoa what the hell but yeah anyways that's kind of funny yeah um, so the rocky relationship <laughs> so yeah i mean this is gonna be tough this is not gonna be easy um he's not willing to accept him as his father right, he's just seen him in years he's he's nothing really other than a limo driver driving him home and and that's 
what he's used to. He's not used to except it's in a, any it's in a semi. Yeah, well, it's a it's a yeah, it's a truck limousine there, you know. But it, it, <laughs> but here's the thing: he's not used to that type of atmosphere. In the film, you can you can see different scenes where he kind of makes fun of, in a way, those kind of blue collar everyday people. He's all about being educated. And, and everything needs to be like a degree or, or something like that. And, and it's funny because in the film, and it's a lot of scenes where like, I don't know, if you're a kid and you run across a highway and you make it, don't you have some explaining to do? I mean, I mean, we don't see that, right? So there's a lot of scenes that are like, okay, it's, it's a movie. Keep in mind, it's a movie. But the part where he pulls the truck over because the kid just keeps talking to him, calling him sir, telling him basically, pretty much putting him down the whole time. He had enough, so Lincoln pulls the truck over, tells the kid to get in the driver's seat, says, you, you think you could drive this? You think you have the skill and everything to drive this? Go ahead. Now, okay, you know, as, as Chris would say, bullshit on a stick, okay, that this kid is going to be able to, <laughs> to drive this truck, never driven anything in his life, and he's going to be barely can reach the clutch, and he's going to be mm. able to drive this truck like nothing. And he's going to drive it down a highway. We're not in a parking lot somewhere. We're going down a highway. Fun scene, but a little ridiculous. But he does. Mm -hmm. he, you know, the kid, the kid is able to, once Lincoln points out a few things, like how to start it and, and all of that, he, uh, he gets him going down the road and, and you see him take off. And, and he's, you know, it's a standard and he is having a hard time driving it. And, and, but he doesn't really stall it. And, he, and they do go down the road. So uh, just a scene where, where he was just trying to prove to the kid, hey, listen, you know, there's, there's many different aspects in life, different uh, jobs. And, you know, not everyone is, is this high tech kind of person. But yet it's not easy doing everyone's job. Everyone thinks it is, but it's not. Right. And well, also, like in this, you can say it's silly and stupid or whatever. Anybody can because it's pretty obvious. But. It's also a method of breaking down some of the walls that the kid has up because the kid finally starts to laugh and smile like while he's you know driving down the street. And if you think about it, it helps come into play a little later when the kid steals a car from the house. He has a little more experience driving at that point. Yeah, oh, absolutely. When he yeah. goes to take it to the airport to go see his dad. So, you know, it's kind of something that comes back a little bit later you know and it's not just like a straight up yes of course it's unrealistic and dumb but you know i mean like i said it's it's also to make him like because even when the kid starts going oh my god i'm doing it wow and he goes that wasn't so hard was it and he goes what smiling or you know what i mean like so the kid had not really broken free from that basically that prison of misery that he was in until just then that was like the uh the ultimate i mean even he's like hey we're gonna want to go uh we're going to go pull over and have a steak. And he goes, you're going to die of cholesterol poisoning, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then when he orders that, you know, they're at this bar. Like, basically, I don't even know how good the steaks are at this bar. But, uh, you know, then he goes, oh, I'll have a tuna on, uh, I forget how he orders it, with a with a squeeze of a, a lemon or something like that. Uh, Ice water, water with yeah, lemon. I think he said or, water ice. Yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, it's and, and she's looking at him like, okay, like I'm thinking, make those, make those two. Yeah, make yeah. those two. Um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know, it's just she funny. looks at him yeah. like, really, you too? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's a learning experience on, on both ends. So obviously, this was not uh, Lincoln's life, but it's also not the kid's life. So they're trying to, and and it's and it's kind of funny. 
we we run into the song a bunch of times. Great, great song, right? Mm-hmm. Meet me halfway, isn't that the song? Uh, um, mm-hmm. So 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 that's isn't that what they're doing essentially? They're meeting Loggins, halfway. The man, the man of a thousand sound soundtracks. Man of eighties uh, movie soundtracks, absolutely. Didn't write that oh, one. But he would be the absolute king. Yeah, he didn't write that one though. By the way. He uh, he performed it. Oh, by the way, uh, Kenny Loggins, cousin of Dave Loggins, who wrote the song "Please Come to Boston." <laughs> it must be fun. Like even if you're not a songwriter, you go, "Yeah, I'm Jim Loggins." Yes, Kenny's my cousin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every time you. By the way, do you ever notice you don't know anyone with the name Disney? Yeah, that's true. It's the most famous name in the world. You're right. You don't know anyone with wow, that name. Wow, now that you say that, you're right. I've, I've never met. <laughs> no? Not, just... Well, because they paid people off. Like, uh, what do you want to name this uh, child? Well, it's going to be uh, Hol- no, I Homer think it actually. No, uh, no, no. I could be wrong, but I think they, they took whatever name they had and, and sort of, like, changed it a little bit. So was it um, like Disney or something? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just saying, like I just noticed because well, I looked it up one day. I was yeah. like, "How is it that <laughs> like you never bump into it's anybody true. with that last?" No, name. you're true. Ab- yeah. Absolutely, no. It's uh, so. but no, Kenny Loggins, awesome, awesome song. Mm-hmm. Um, good soundtrack too, by the way. Uh, you know, that's one thing I, I could say about the '80s. Most movies, even if the movie wasn't the greatest, had a decent soundtrack. Most of them, you know, they they had they had yeah. decent sound. They they cared. To, about the soundtrack, and they were original. So it wasn't like a lot of soundtracks nowadays. They're songs that are already out there. We go with classics. Yeah, they're just like classic yeah, stuff. Like. They don't. They're not written for the movie like these are. You know. So he's basically this arm wrestler. When they go to this, um, he's on his way to. Eventually, he's going to Vegas to take part in a giant arm wrestling convention or competition. I, I, I should say, and it's like I think they said the prize is what. No, the prize was uh, a truck. Hundred thousand dollars. Yep, but it was a hundred thousand dollars and a truck. Yeah. Now, what if, <laughs> like, they're basically assuming all all the people who are into this are truck drivers? Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're a let's say you're just a big dude that, that's really good at dry <laughs> at uh, arm wrestling. The hell am I going to do with this stupid truck? Well, <laughs> I'm not a truck driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, I don't know. Just it's a weird prize. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's a it's weird. And and the other thing is, is that you know later on in the movie we we find out what this big event is. And I mean, again, over the top. This this thing is like the old WWF days. This thing is like Rocky Four on steroids. I mean, there is just like I mean, the people that are into arm wrestling. <laughs> like it just seems a little ridiculous. You're like, come on, come on. Oh yeah. Well, there's, you know like, what? Women, they obviously like, did I mean, that on purpose. I mean, they're they're selling foam middle fingers. I mean, they're they're, they're this this thing is just brought to you by Alka Seltzer. Yes, yes, brought to, yes. Remember that? We saw that a couple of times. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, it's just like uh, it's unbelievable because we're in the movie theaters, we're watching this movie. And we're going, I've never heard of arm wrestling championships. Like, mm. like this is like, it should be so underground. But when you get to this event, you get to realize that it's not so underground. Like, this is, this is huge. And everyone has just been waiting for a long time to see this grand, grand event, like the Super Bowl of, of, of whatever. It's just mm. weird. Yeah. So much that, like, in the airport, they're actually showing it on TV. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you see him, uh, the kid, who eventually gets kid. We, we can get back to it after. Where he gets kidnapped by his... Oh, no. He he goes with his father, uh, his grandfather, for a little while. But at one point, they try to kidnap him, uh, which is a very nice thing to, to do. It's just, you know, get Michael back. I want him now. Yeah, well, there's so, there's so many points to that where we talked about his grandfather saying he loves the kid, but he has, like... These weird, like, you know, foreigners almost come in and grab him in the middle of a parking lot to kidnap him to get him back. Like, what? (laughs) And by the way, it still is kind of like illegal to go and just grab a kid, uh, you know, as he's going across country even if even if you're the grandfather you're sending two goons oh yeah and grab them and shove them inside of a like a pickup truck well we make fun of these guys because it wasn't even guys in his inner circle because we, we we get to find out a little bit the guys that that work at his house you know that are in his like inner circle of security and these guys were not them so this was like you know they hired these guys out of nowhere like hey you want to make 50 bucks you know, here's my grandson. Here's where he should be. Find him and take him. They they pull up in a pickup truck. They're doing like 85 miles an hour down the road, risking this kid's life to get him away. Mm. It, it's just so funny. I mean, it, that, that's where the kind of the cheesiness kind of plays in. Like, come on. And Lincoln, Sylvester Stallone's character, has to drive up. You know, he's chasing after them. He basically runs them off the road. In a truck, by the way. In, in a truck. Yeah, he's in his uh, tractor trailer with no trailer. Uh, you know, yeah. He's, just, he's in, in the uh, just the truck by itself. And he, he basically runs them off the road. But your son is actually in the car. In the in the truck, so be careful, you know. And and later, there's a point where he wants to see his son. The mom and he, they get to the hospital and realize that mom has uh, did not survive the surgery that she was in. So um, they missed her. They didn't get to see her, and she's dead. And basically, the kid gets all upset and leaves and goes to his grandfather's house. Now, Lincoln wants to go see his son again. So he, after the funeral, he goes up to the gate. There's like a, a, a steel gate um, or iron gate. And, you know, he's asking to, uh, you know, he's like, I want to see my son. I want to see my son. <laughs> but uh, no, he's like, I want to see my son. And and they're like, uh, get lost and take this piece of crap with you, you know, yeah. at the truck. So he backs up and he comes flying in forward again to crash through the gate. Now he's 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 running over like fountains and statues, right? And he eventually crashes through the front door of the mansion. By the way, he now, could have driven around the fountain. Let's let's be honest. Like like obviously, I, my whole thing was this: What if his son was at the door? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you know, like he's not even considering the fact that his son could be right on the trick or treat, trick or treat, Mickey. <laughs> Michael. Oh, sorry. I, I call him Mickey now. You I Michael. <laughs> Michael, I didn't realize you were outside the door. Uh, yeah. It's um, me, Hawks. Yeah, that's when he said Hawks. Hawks. He went and talked to the uh, the guy at the gate. I, he said, Hawks. Are you Hawk? Like, no, well, I, I'm Hawks. Today I'm Hawks. <laughs> no, you want Hawk? He's down the street. <laughs> you know, Which is funny because at the, arm wrestling at, at the end of the movie, he ends up hawking his truck. So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't. I can't keep going to this freaking thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
<laughs> but uh, folks, folks at home, I will not continue to do that like for other podcasts. Yeah, We're doing that yeah. because we just discovered this today. <laughs> I think that would drive Chris crazy anyways. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So that could be water or clapping. <laughs> if that's water, she's um, get a bucket and get it quick. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in from the yeah, ceiling. Yeah. I heard, no thanks, I heard ceiling tiles no on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, oh, that's boy. what it sounded like when Hawk drove his truck through the front door because he was he was dragging the water fountain with him. Um, but yeah, you know, oh, man. It, it, just, just, but think about it. He doesn't even know that his son might not be on the other side of that door yeah. and he crashes through it. Well, it's like, fine, right? I mean, it's but like, it's fun, right? Oh, because yeah. no. if he just drives up gingerly and knocks on the door, that's not fun, right? I mean, oh no, it's a great it's, scene. Yeah, Every, yeah. He does what everybody else would love to right. do. I mean, most likely we would never, but it's like, yeah, go, go for <laughs> it, man. And then he gets arrested. Yeah. Uh, he gets out and they, he basically agrees that, you know, okay, fine, you can, uh, and the kid kind of makes it seem like everybody's sort of falling in line that like, you know, I guess grandpa's going to watch you now type of thing. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to support you the way he can. So he's about to, you know, I think he signed papers, didn't he sign yeah, papers? Yeah, so the agreement was, was for okay. them to drop all the charges. He would sign the kid over, which before this all happened, his attorney uh, talked to the grandfather and said, you cannot keep this kid. If he wants, if, if, if his father wants him, he can have him. There's nothing I can do. I searched high and low for laws, and I can't stop this. So he would have gotten a kid, mm -hmm. but because he did that, now he has to sign the kid over to try and drop the charges. Otherwise, that's a lot of money and damages. He's probably going to be doing jail time. He basically ends up just going to Vegas by himself and taking people on, uh, including eventually a guy uh, who drinks motor oil that was awesome i really uh, like that hello. that was a lot of fun um <laughs> yeah. yes yeah that that won't kill you no no he, he looked very healthy he, he's pop, he popping in some alka-seltzer i don't think that's gonna help i mean wrestling back in yeah. 87 now it's when everything right macho man and elizabeth and all that all of that stuff right was it, it was big in 87 at that time so hmm. it reminded me of that. it was so over the top and, and not you know not to to quote the movie but I mean, it's like, did you really need the guy to drink oil, <laughs> you know, to get your point across that he motor is oil. Like, motor yeah. oil, that, that he is a badass dude? I mean, no, I mean, it was it was just, but that was it. That was, it was just, there were little things like that in the movie that, fun, fun to watch. I liked it, but definitely okay. out there. So the kid decides he wants to make it. Uh, to see his dad, uh, you know, he basically, I think he found the letters. Well, right? he found, so that, so earlier when, when he picked, picked him yeah. up in the truck, he says, why haven't you contacted me? Why, why haven't you, why haven't you been there? And he said, well, I tried to write you a letter. I wrote you a letter at, at every holiday and everything. And he says, you didn't get the letters. And he said, no, what cards, what letters? He finally, the mother was saving them in a purse. And uh, so the kid went, when, after the mother died, he goes in her bedroom and finds the pocketbook with all of these uh, past cards that Lincoln had sent his kid. So he knew from that point that he wasn't lying. And uh, so now mm -hmm. the kid has a change of heart. He wants to go see his dad. Right. 
And so he steals a car from the house. Steals and, a car, uh, goes, goes to, to the, the airport. airport, just jumps on a plane, because anyone can do that, you know. Um, right, it, and then, like, literally ends up in the luggage uh, claim uh, yeah. conveyor belt at one point, because he's trying to outrun the goons that are chasing him uh, from the grandfather. He ends up seeing his dad, uh, like, you know, his dad's, and, and ends up making it, surprise, surprise, to the finals. Now, throughout most of this, they are constantly reminding you that it's a double elimination. So you have to lose twice to get eliminated. And this is a Rocky-type film, right? So you know he's not going to go right to the end without something happening. He's going to go, he's, he's going to be walking the wire, which he does. He loses one of the matches, and you're like, oh. To the grizzly guy. Yeah, yeah, to the grizzly. The motor was, oil Yeah, guy. well, it was, it was all the oil that, that did it for him. Um, some people spinach, right. some people but, oil, yeah. Now, here's the thing. Many people, including myself, asked the question, we never saw Bull lose. No. Prior to the, the final. So it was like, when did he lose twice? Like, you know, when, he, when Stallone ends up winning the whole thing at the end, he only uh, pins his arm once. Right. So it's like, what about the double elimination? So I looked it up. A long time ago, and uh, basically somebody made a point, so you can accept it or not, but when there's a point where Bull punches Sylvester in the face when they're tied together. That's right, yep. And that's like a disqualification for one of the rounds. Oh, okay. So, so when he pins him, you know, when he pins his arm once, that's basically like... A double, but they didn't really mention that in the film, though. They didn't say no, nope. no. Nope. I'm only I'm only quoting what people wrote yeah. and said. Someone like, just that, made that, that up from their makes... couch. They're like, yeah. all right, listen. When he punched it, it, him in the face, that's a hey. that's a technicality. Yeah, I'll take it over them forgetting about it, mm. like saying, "Oops, yeah, we we forgot to do a double." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that 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 sounds a little better than oh yeah we. uh we screwed well, that it's one pretty up, funny huh? though. Someone someone had to think of that. So so the fact that the kid runs across a highway and doesn't get run over, the fact that he can drive a track, the trailer truck, the first shot, the fact that he can steal a truck and go to an airport and jump a plane and fly somewhere, we don't have to think about that. But the fact that Bull Hurley, you know, <laughs> didn't get his second loss. Yeah, that was just not right. And it's something totally, totally wrong about that and unrealistic. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying it's it's it felt totally wrong because they spent so much time saying, well, they did keep in mind. Yeah. Remember, this is a double elimination. Keep in mind, folks. (laughs) This is a double elimination. You have to be eliminated two times. Like, dude, stop saying. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's, <laughs> You're saying it that's too often. That's par for like a Rocky film, isn't it? Like, no, no, no. Know. But I'm saying it, then you forgot the two losses. You know what I mean? So like, like at the end for the yeah. the main guy. That's all I'm saying. They, like, if you're gonna make that so a big of a story, it was just a drama. It was just um, a drama. I mean, he had to lose. Oh, he had to lose a round. You had to say. Oh crap! This is it. This is it. It's down to the wire. Oh my God! You know, if Oil Can Boyd just beat him, <laughs> which I know it's not his name, um, but you know, yeah, yeah. but but if he just beat him, then then how is he ever gonna beat Bull Hurley? He's not gonna do it. Right. Right. Well, you know, it's like like when he uh, you, you got to have him lose to Clubber Lang in the in the middle of part three for Rocky. Um, at the, you know, in the middle, because if he wins in the middle of the movie, what's it, what's the ending going to be? Right, right. No, it's true. There's no buildup. 
Yeah, I would say that pretty much covers it, right? Like okay, covers the can, movie. Or? Yeah, I mean, I mean, so basically, uh, if we didn't talk about it, he had he sold his truck to get the money. He put a That's bet because he, he needed he needed the money to register. Actually, he bet it. He bet on himself winning. Right? Didn't mm-hmm. he? Didn't he? Because he put like right. six grand down. So, like down. in addition, in addition to the prize money and the truck, he ends up he 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 whatever he got like seven thousand. Uh, it was I think. Oh, was that, I don't know. I know he. I think, I think he got six grand. It wasn't a lot. Yeah. No, it wasn't much. And he, he sunk that basically on the uh, on bet, bet him on bet on himself. And the the other thing is too when uh, when for the over the top part, I think it's also the fact that when he's arm wrestling, he starts to take his hand and 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 uh, sort of reposition it a little bit because of the way he's always doing the weightlifting in the truck. So he. he does this one little move when once he's run out of all options to basically make it harder for the other guy and becoming stronger or whatever. And it's funny that he also talks about when I uh, when I turn my uh, hat around, uh, <laughs> there's like a switch going off. I turn it to a machine, like a truck, uh, like a machine. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like uh, a truck. You know, um, it's it's funny uh, that yeah. I mean, it, so this guy has this like you know gold gym workout set just for arm wrestling in his truck. So he goes down the road all day long and he's working this like this device where he's, he's, he's really trying to build muscle in that, in that arm that he uses to, to arm wrestle. And, uh, and yeah, he has that one move that when he flips his thumb up, that's it. That that's all he's got. And, and you're going down once that happens. And, and he, they show that, <laughs> they showed that in the bar when he was wrestling guys in the bar. That's where you first kind of saw that over the top move. And, uh, no, it, it's, uh, I, I will say, yes, it is an '80s cheesy movie, but that doesn't make it a bad movie. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 you know, one thing Stallone is is just known for this quotes. I don't know if he writes them. I don't know what it, but almost every movie he has like a quote, right? I mean, it's just an inspirational quote, and he's just so good at it. So in this one, in this movie, he had to quote, "The world meets nobody halfway." When you want something, mm-hmm. you got to take it. And he said that a couple of times right. to his kid, right? I mean, even when he was in jail and, and he signed his rights over to his grandfather, he, he thought maybe that would be the last time he'd ever talk to his son. And, and he just said, remember, it meets, this, this world meets nobody halfway. So, Which is uh, basically over-the-top's version of it's not how uh, hard you can hit, it's how hard can you get hit and, great get, quote. and keep going, or, you know. Great quote, and that, and that yeah. was the one that he had yeah. from. Uh, was that five? Rocky six. Six. Yeah. Balboa is what they call it. Rocky Balboa. Yeah, it was just such an awesome, awesome quote. It, it, it's just, and he has a bunch of. By quotes. the way, also, there's another one from that movie. I love that movie. I, uh, Rocky Balboa, the Duke, the guy that trains him. Yeah. Apollo's former uh, trainer. Yeah. Has such a great motivational speech before he starts to train Rocky again because it's so set to the era and how old he is now. You know all there is to know about fighting, so there's no sense us going down that same old road again. To beat this guy, you need speed. You don't have it. And your knees can't take the pounding, so hard running is out. And you got arthritis in your neck. And you've got calcium deposits on most of your joints. So sparring is out. I had that problem. So what we'll be calling on 
is good old-fashioned blunt force trauma, horsepower, heavy-duty, cast-iron, pile-driving punches that will have to hurt so much they'll rattle his ancestors. Every time you hit him with a shot, it's got to feel like he tried kissing the express train. Yeah, let's start building some hurting bombs. Dude. I, it's so good. I, I, what I did it's look so up good. when uh, earlier before we because I because I'm just always I, I love his I just love his quotes and I love the way you know he has that that voice and that is his voice although does he and I don't I, I don't say this in again not out of disrespect does he dumb himself down when he plays roles like does he want to sound a little slower I, I i i don't you know what i mean like you gotta well maybe more more so in um i mean i would say he sounds that more so in rocky than he does in this this one doesn't quite sound as not bad. as bad but, but it does like, seem like uh, you know what i mean he seems to be a little more like but know, doesn't he like kind of what are you doing you know like he, he like i don't know he, he puts himself down a little like he's but I, I don't know if that's his acting i don't know what it is but dude think about it blue collar guy just barely making the money, just barely, and you're trying to uh, compete with a, a multi-millionaire guy yeah. that has all the power. Yeah. How are you really going to feel very, like a powerful, besides physical power, how are you going to feel like a, a, a real success? Right. It's really impossible. You mean to win, you mean to win his kid over? You know, I mean, Is that what that, you're talking about, like, in, in this movie? Just in general. Yeah, like, in like, general. like, I mean, you, have, you he was already defeated years ago by the fact that the grandfather was getting in the way or the father-in-law was getting in the way. Um, I think he basically, didn't he take a payoff to, to leave or, or um, uh, did I miss that? I'm, uh... I don't know. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if, if he did originally. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, he, he, he was yeah, offered, uh, he was offered another like... one right before the match. He was offered a, uh, he had that truck and he says, listen, I'll give you this truck and $500,000 and you just go away. So either way, I'm just saying he probably felt like he could never live up to what he needs to do when you have this towering presence of this 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 evil He's man. He's got the best voice. But oh, yeah. I, I will say, because it sounds better from him, but I looked up a few quotes from different movies. I don't know where they're from, but here's a few Stallone quotes. Uh, Consider the source. Don't be a fool by listening to a fool. That should be in a... In a, in a fortune cookie or something the fear is the fuel that we use for overachievement if i wasn't afraid at times i wouldn't work as hard remember the mind is your best muscle big arms can now move is this, rocks. is this something he is specifically yeah, it's saying what, and throughout is, his is, is through, something that was in throughout movies. movies this is what he said uh, i don't know which movies they come from okay, when you're done i want to tell you my, one uh, of my favorites. remember the mind is your best muscle big arms can move rocks but big words can move mountains Ride the brain train for success. <laughs> so this sounds like a fortune cookie. It, 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 uh, it, it, uh, by Stallone, he should make fortune. He should. That's what he should be doing right now. Yeah. How cool would it be if they audio fortune cookies? You open it up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no paper in there. You just hear, yo. I think uh, maybe you should. Uh, maybe you shouldn't have uh, this fortune. Uh, it'll move yeah. mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yo, uh, you're a little big. You're a little big. Maybe you shouldn't have this fortune cookie. <laughs> didn't you eat enough my favorite quote from him in a movie is I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me too much <laughs> he said that to, to Adrian and then she goes what's that so he, he has to take her earmuff pull it off 
I says, one of you and my marry me too much. <laughs> he says it again. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's no, great. it's great. Um, great so, quotes. Um, I think with, it's time for final judgment, I would say. It's time now for final judgment. Are you ready to rubber stamp this bitch? Here's the final judgment. All right. So apparently ACDC was... Uh, in town when you were, when you were doing that <laughs> hitting the big bell <laughs> with the sledgehammer thank you Brian thank um, you <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna hit it now <laughs> you guys are great <laughs> I love that guy by the way oh, oh no he's, su- yeah. he's such a joy like you know you listen to him talk it's like what a happy dude you know such a fun yeah, guy you always yeah yeah but would you be happy if you had that kind of money in sports mm-hmm. cars yeah so uh, let's talk about the final judgment of how well <laughs> the movie Over the Top holds up in the year 2022. Because uh, Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah, Happy New Year. This is the first yeah. uh, film crickets of 2022. So we gotta we gotta go on a we gotta we gotta say this. You know, we gotta start off on the right foot here. So, uh, um, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, no, it does not hold up over time. Meaning, in the sense of. What? Oh, hold on. I'm going to say. I didn't see that one. I didn't see no, that one coming. No, listen, I didn't see that one uh, is it enjoyable? Yes. Could people have fun watching it? Yes. But it it just doesn't feel like something that would be uh, like today. Like, I think they would just, they would handle it a lot differently the way they, just the, the whole story leading up to the arm wrestling thing. They would make it probably, I, I don't know if they'd make it as WWE. They probably would, but they'd do it in a, a, a different way. I just don't, I don't know if everybody, uh, today's modern audience would go nuts over this film. I mean, some people, maybe. People would probably like it for, I mean, the soundtrack's fun. I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel like a fresh film. So that does not mean it's not enjoyable. It just, uh, how well does it hold up? to today's standard and i don't i don't think it does so yeah you know i agree with you in some ways and i and i'm the one that this through this whole podcast said it was a cheesy film but if you scratch away at things sometimes and you go into the inner core of what was it about and what was it supposed to be right i'm going to give you an example so i i did some research before the show and i was looking up in this country on youtube this is the robin zander song from from the soundtrack and here's a comment under that YouTube video. And and this is where I kind of would make the decision of whether it holds up or not. It says, I dedicate this movie and this song to my son. His mother sued me to keep us from seeing each other in my country as I live on another continent. But I just won the case on all aspects without a lawyer while she's tried everything to depict me as an evil man. They even added fake testimonies and now justice has been done and my son and I are going to be entitled to a father and son relationship again. I think about every father who has to go through this that situation, fight and go over the top. Your father's heart can do everything. So that was written a year ago. Mm-hmm. So to me, it stands the test of time because of what it was about. Yeah, the no, true I, meaning of the movie. I won't argue that. Scratch away all the crap. The movie was about rebuilding this relationship with a father and son and how important it is to have that relationship. There was another comment that I read where the guy says he grew up without a father and he used to watch this movie and, and in his mind would think that his father was Lincoln Hawk. Mm-hmm. You know, so, oh, I yeah, mean, no. so, so, I agree. It, it, so, 
So I guess, yeah, I mean, if, if you look at it saying, hey, well, that's technically not right, and this is technically not right, and that would never happen. Well, again, I think we've talked about before, we would throw almost every movie oh, away. Yeah. Because almost every movie has stupidness to it. Because that's what Hollywood does to make us like it, right? I mean, seeing a truck go through a fence and through a front door and take out the fountain and destroy everything, that's fun. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's cool. Like you said, who wouldn't want to go, hey, knock, knock, it's the big bad Mm. wolf. You know, that's how you want to go in, right? Um, So I I just think that, but if you look at the, but if you look at the overall meaning of the film. Oh, yeah. Totally no, I agree with up. you on that. By the way, it wasn't a hard no uh, as far as there's zero aspect of this movie that stands up. You know, No, it was just more like, I, I would say, as a whole. Yeah. The storyline, yeah. I do that all the time. I'm splitting halfway, like, yeah. I'm splitting halfway across the sky. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, either way, it's it's fun. I would recommend that some people check it out. If, you, if you're nostalgic, if you're big into the 80s, um, you know, and you haven't seen it yet, it's a fun one. Uh, by the way, free YouTube. Yeah, and I, and one thing we didn't bring up, and I just want to wanna bring that up, is uh, how cool is the Sammy Hagar song? Yeah, over the, when, it, uh, when, it, uh, when it Takes All, which he mentions the, the line yeah. over the top uh, in there. So, yeah, it's, it's a good one. Yeah. Great, great song. Sammy's Sammy's another one, though. Sammy's had quite a few. Sammy, I mean, the three top that I can think of is what? Girl Gets Around, right, from Footloose. Mm-hmm. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He had that one. Yeah. And, and Winner Takes All from this one. I mean, so he's almost... Yeah, just not as big as Kenny, because Kenny was like, the song was like the biggest thing, like the, the main release from the film. You don't think of Sammy Hagar and go, oh my God, all the 80s films. No one really. Th- no. You think maybe uh, Montrose and you think Van Halen. You think I can't drive 55, that type of Solo stuff, you stuff, know. Yeah. But you're not really thinking, yeah, you're not really thinking uh, 80s soundtracks. But he's on them. He's oh, yeah. on a lot of them. Yeah. All right, man. I would, awesome. I would say that's uh, that's it for um, that movie. Uh, Over the Top, 1987, Sylvester Stallone. Fun. Yeah. It's just, no, it's fun. Watch it. Like I said. Seriously, if you've never seen it, watch it. No, if you have I wasn't saying anything yeah. bad, bad about it. I just think, uh, you know. Yeah, you were. You're right. I fucking hated it. No. <clears throat> so what do you think? Uh, what, what do you want to go with uh, today? Because when Steve's on, it's like a tradition. We do this uh, thing where he, he quizzes me on the... Uh, uh, the 80s yeah. we tried 1990 it was okay I, I think i had 14 wrong but well you know what i graduated in 90 right so i was busier doing things not just uh, in regular school so it was just it was a totally different um, <clears throat> time so i i got a lot but well with music wise when people know music the most would you what did you say it's whatever was big when you were probably like just turning a teenager. Yeah, well, I mean, mostly that was that was would the you hottest. Say those are like um, the hit years. Like I would say, I started to focus a little bit on music, um, more more from like eighty one, eighty two up, like, and then the meat of the eighties was big, like in Dead Center, um, and then I was still pretty good um, from, you know, throughout the rest of it, but maybe not as uh, so. Well, let's see. What do you, what do you what do you want to do? You want to do the um, the the second half of eighty five, or do you want to do see. like eighty eight? Looking... I don't think we ever did 88 well we did 90 do you want yeah. to try 89 we can try yeah see the difference i have i have 80 i have 89 yeah, let's try it. let's give it's a up shot. to you do you think oh yeah no no i think you can, I, I bet you i'm I good at that probably not 48 I mean, out of 50 official, uh, good but we'll see let's get the official uh film crickets uh clock here 89 was the wrap of the of the 80s and and so we did 90 90 you were like okay huh. not not as good as you were let's see 89 it might you know it's uh, it's amazing what a year can do. What we're gonna do is top fifty, five minutes. Although I shouldn't because you really should be okay at this. 
Okay, here we go. We're going to start the timer now, and this will be the top 50 of uh, the year-end hot singles of 1989. We will start the time after I read the first one. Are you ready, Jay? Starting at number one, going to 50. Yep. And look away. Chicago. My prerogative. Bobby Brown. Every rose has its thorn. Poison. Straight up. Um, Paula Abdul. Miss you much. Uh, Janet Jackson. Cold-hearted. Paula Abdul. Wind Beneath My Wings. Bette Midler. Girl, You Know It's True. Millie Vanilli. Baby, I Love Your Way. Um, yeah, you bastard. Freebird Medley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, p- pass. Give yeah, you the best I got. I'll get back to it. Yeah, go. Giving you the best I got. Nope. Right here waiting. Richard Marks. Waiting for a star to fall. Skip it for now. Boy Meets Girl. Lost, yes. Lost in Your Eyes. Uh, Debbie Gibson. Don't want to lose you. Uh, Gloria Estefan. Heaven. Uh, Warrant. Girl, I'm gonna miss you. Um, uh, Millie Vanilli. The look. Roxette. She drives me crazy. Fine young cannibals. On our own. Uh, Bobby Brown. Two hearts. Uh, Stacy Q. Blame it on the rain. Uh, Millie Vanilli. Listen to your heart. Um, Roxette. I'll be there for you. Um, uh, skip it. If you don't know me by now. Uh, simply read. Like a prayer. Madonna. I'll be loving you forever. Uh, Nuke is on block. How can I fall? Breathe. Baby, don't forget my number. Millie Vanilli. Toy Soldiers. Martika. Forever your girl. Uh, Paula Abdul. The Living Years. Mike and the Mechanics. Eternal Flame. Bangles. Wild thing. Skip it. Oh, wait. Uh, Sam Kennison? No. Oh, all right. Skip it. I know you know it. When I see you smile. Uh, bad English. If I could turn back time. Share. Buffalo stance. Nina Cherry. <clears throat> when I'm with you. Um, uh, Sheriff. Don't rush me. Taylor Dane. Born to be my baby. Uh, bon Jovi. Good thing. Uh, find your cannibals. The lover in me. Nope. Bust a move. Young MC. Once bitten, twice shy. Great white. Bat dance. Prince. Rock on. Uh, Michael Damien. Real love. Uh, I don't know. Skip. Love shack. Uh, B-52s. Every little step. Uh, Bobby Brown. Hanging tough. <laughs> uh, New kids on the block. Uh, my heart can't tell you no. Nope. Okay. We'll go back. Come on, you know. Uh, let's see. What, what is it? Uh, <clears throat> oh, a oh, wild thing. Oh, tone low. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. You knew, you knew that. Um, <clears throat> you got one. I see you smile, right? Bad yeah. English. Yeah, you got that one. The lover in me. Oh. No. No. Sheena Easton. Uh, let's see here. Real Love. Jody. Oh, Jody Wiley. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Baby, I Love Your Way. Uh, okay. I, I Will. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. Hold on. I got to get him to fucking come down here because he's just going to bang at the door. 
damn it, I know that band too. Like it's like a one-hit wonder. It's it's a combo between um, three 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 words. Um, nah, I don't know. All right, well, good enough. That's yeah, you can it. tell me that stupid. Uh, <laughs> you can tell me that other one. That's time, but that was not bad. I think you, uh, I think you only missed like when we did all. What the was that band with the three, na- three words? Uh, I'm so, a, so uh, baby, I love your way. The Freebird medley is will to power. That's right. <clears throat> giving you the best that I got life. is Anita Baker. No. Yeah, um, I know that. Let me see. Come on over, Edward. I'll be there for you, Bon Jovi. I want to be in the. Oh show. yeah, you know what? Sometimes that when is you such say a. It, yeah. You know what? That is such <laughs> a um like a common phrase. Yeah. Like it's also the name of that song for the theme song of Friends. Oh, that's well, right. hello. That's right. You know what I mean? Steve? So like that throws you. What's up, buddy? So like when you hear it like that, yeah, hey, there he is, Edward the Steady. Okay. Um, well, you snuck up on us. I didn't even hear you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure you did. Um, bang, bang, bang. But I just wanted to talk about under... Hold on. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of a, of, a, of a headphone so you can hear him, too, okay? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, hi, Steve. What's up, buddy? What are you doing? And I am in the film crickets, Joe. Oh! Because I just wanted to talk about Turbo. Oh, oh no. God, we Turbo. did that one. So he's a snail and he goes fast, right? That's right. That's right. That's we did right. that one a while ago. Now, before we go, Edward, you can tell you can you can you can impress Steve by showing him, telling him the quote you always tell people. He'll look up Nickelodeon on Google, yeah, and then it'll say something to him, like you know, with a voice, like according to Wikipedia, and then he has this damn thing memorized. <laughs> you gotta hear him say it. it's funny. All right. So so this is a quote. Yeah, so like it'll say this on on Google. So like he'll say Nickelodeon, and then Google will show up and say this one thing about Nickelodeon. So why don't you tell like as if you just looked up Nickelodeon, you can tell the audience what you would hear. Okay, according to Wikipedia, Nickelodeon is an American paid television channel which was first tested on December first, nineteen seventy seven until it eventually launched on April 1st, 1979, as the first cable channel for children. Wow. That's pretty cool. Nick is a German free-to-air television channel, part of the international Nickelodeon franchise. It is owned by Viacom CBS through the Networks Networks division, and it's based in New York City. And like this... According to Wikipedia, Nick is a German free-to-air television channel, part of the international Nickelodeon franchise. Originally launched in 1995 and relaunched in 2005, Nickelodeon is based in Berlin. The channel is available on subscription services as an unscrambled, free-to-air satellite signal. Wow. <laughs> you know what would be fun? It would be fun if... Uh, could, you, could you picture him calling up a business and memorizing, like, their on-hold people, like, what they say, their greetings? They actually come to the phone and go, can I help you? You know, or, you know, he could repeat back everything that the, uh, that the on-hold yeah. said. Yeah, like, where people think he's, like, some sort of bot. Like that's talking, like you know, like a recording, and like he's actually the one, like standing there. <laughs> Welcome to movie phone. Wow, well, yeah, he, well, he's the kid. He's the kid Google. You know, it's it's Why like they have. They, 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 they need a kid Google something? voice because it's very cute. 
So yeah, that would yeah. that's just that, that would be fun. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of information there. I would never be able to re- to remember any of that. Wow. You gotta really uh you gotta really think about what you say. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what my father said the other day. And, and I quote. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, brother. Have a great week. Uh Chris will be back next week. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we'll be doing the movie Tremors. Okay. From his new studio, too. From his new location. Well, yeah, he'll be... Uh, yeah. uh, well, it might not be his permanent home. It's it's more of a, like, on the way. Oh, okay. Like, you know, because he hasn't fully gotten... Uh, I think he's doing, like, a, you know, a temporary thing for a while until he gets, like, you know, everything settled. Sounds like a blast. I, I'm jealous. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would, that would just... I, I don't... I don't... I don't know where he can hold all that fun. That's... So, all right, man. I'm gonna Happy go. Happy New Year! This is gonna get chaotic. Happy New Year to Happy you. New Year. Happy New Year to. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy, and Happy New Year to all of the uh, people watching the podcast. And uh, remember, like and subscribe. And if you do the what five stars, you get to pick a movie. If you give a rating of five stars, um, on Apple, right? It has to be on Apple. Yeah. On Apple, if you give the five stars. So if you do that, then uh, you put in a request, and then we'll try to take care of it for yeah, you. Yeah, that's so. a cool deal when you think about it. All right. It. Take care, everybody. But but I just wanted I just wanted to have a rap. Okay. You want a rap? Yeah. Ready? Here's a rap. Okay. Okay. Here goes. I wrote this one myself. Apologies to in advance to its Sugar Hill gang. I said a hip-hop. Save me from the clippy. The peak. Peak and pop. And you don't stop. Space rocket to the pom pom McDoogie. Stay up, jump a doozy to the rhythm of the ontology. <laughs> and he didn't read that. <laughs> That's also like one of those uh, uh, virtual assistant raps. Wow. Uh, that, like if you tell your virtual assistant to rap, one of them, which one does that? Is that Google that does that one? No, Siri does Sis, that yeah, one. Yeah, he's. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Because this is also a six year old that has never heard of the Sugar Hill Gang. So. <laughs> Knows all about him, though. Oh, it's That's funny. awesome, man. All How right, going? Man. We'll see you later. Have a great week, man. Take care, everybody. Bye. Ooh, cricket, chirp about movies.